Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Get on up. Sparks Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Yep, it's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, the 13th day of November. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Hateville. Wonderful Hateville. Wonderful Hateville. Right at the end of the runway. I was waiting Well, it depends on which runway you're going, the east, whichever one. But it's at the end of one of them runways. Yeah. And the home of the Dwarf House. The, and the, you keep saying that, and and, and the first time you said when it, you, when you ride by that, that's the sign that's on the door. All right, now for folks who don't know what Sam's talking about, because I didn't know it, and I've been living here a long time. Have you have, have you been there yet? I have not. Why not? What you waiting on? I ain't waiting on nothing. I just ain't. You they, know. they they remodeled it, and it's all fresh and brand new, and and everything. I'm sure it's beautiful. Let me. I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking of you just. Two night. Well, I think about you all the time, Mr. Crenshaw. But I was really <laughs> well. Well, I was. Well, I was, I was re- well because you're my partner on the radio, so yeah, I'm man. always thinking. You know, but I was really thinking of you as I was taking a journey the other night. We were going out to dinner and passed by a location, and I thought of you as I saw this empty space with a with a fence around it. Whoa. And that was that was the original Krispy Kreme over there. We were on Ponce. I own Ponce, man. They, and, they ain't putting that thing back together yet. Well, see, Shaq made us believe that he was going to rebuild that and it was going to be something special. Well, he still may. He just ain't done it yet. Well, what's he? As you just said, what's he waiting on? Yeah, he got a lot of he got a lot of stuff happening, I <laughs> oh. guess, man. But yeah, we, we waiting on that because we don't have to sign on. I mean, nothing. I you think know? of you. I keep. I got my mouth all ready for some of them, and and and. It ain't happening. It wasn't happening. But it's no, in Atlanta. Man. It's part of Atlanta uh, Historical Society, not officially, but it, it should be right. It's, it's one of those right places. There. It's one of those places uh, as a landmark, and I'm sure he's going to bring it back, and it's going to have something, you know, uh, uh, you know, like a lot, so many places now that have historic, you know, background. You're going to get a taste of what was with something that's just going to be incredible. You know, I, I just came up with something. Yeah, l- l- a list that we can do right now yep. at 92.9 The Game. You guys hit us up at 92.9 The Game or give uh, Eric a call, 404-741-0929. What, give a, let's start the list of what we feel are the unofficial Atlanta landmarks. 
Okay. Unofficial. Some are very official. Well, no, nah, we don't want the official ones. Ones that aren't official that should be. And you just mentioned one. We just talked about one. Krispy Kreme on, on Ponce. All you, right. You, you, you know, you, one one is uh, we found out this week is going away. What's that? A movie theater. Which one? On Cheshire Bridge. The, the Tower. Oh, the tower. oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. In fact, Tracy was mentioning that. Yeah. The, the Tower is going away. Now, okay. it, it's, it's been around longer, and it's always catered to a certain type of uh, of movie production, yeah. But, <laughs> it, 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 yeah. Some of the ones I've been to see that were unique. Okay. Yeah. But right. uh, but it, it's going away. Okay. Here's 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 the start of my list. Yeah. We got Crisp Krispy Kreme on Ponce. Yeah. Which ain't there yet. Terra's going away. Well, I Cl- tell you, the movie theater, the movie theater on Ponce, all the Plaza. That movie theater right there, the Plaza. Right. That, right. That's that's kind of a landmark. That's one of them. Okay. Hang yeah. on. Yeah. Plaza there. I got the Claremont Lounge. <laughs> you do that. right. That's that's hey. That's you. Is, is, is what is what's her noodle still? At? Is I, I don't think so. And if she really, is, she's I, not. She might be, but that's a show I don't want to see now. <laughs> After all these years, you, you didn't want to see it when you saw it the first time. <laughs> like what's uh, she doing up there? <laughs> um, so we, oh, we, got, my goodness. we got that. Yeah, we got the big chicken. The big yeah. Big I, chicken. I showed a, my cousins that my cousin came down from Ohio, and I showed him that he thought that was the most amazing thing. Yeah, big chicken. Yeah. Uh, so we start. We, I know there's some ones we're, we're oh, there's missing. Some other, but we just getting started. Yeah, we so just we, getting started. So y'all help us out. Help at, us out with with unofficial Atlanta landmarks that should be part of the historic society. So you can't be there just a minute. Like yeah. the battery, that don't count. That's no, only been no, here a minute. No, no, no. That's no. been here a minute. That, that, that's all new. But what's over there by Turner Field? There got to be something over there by Turner Field. Like that, they used that Kentucky Fried Chicken still there. That used to be across the street. No, man, that's, oh, that's long right. gone. All the apartments over there, Honestly, right? Oh man, all the apartments over there. No, and you know what? We 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 tread lightly on that area, town because I spent most of my day there yesterday, <laughs> and have, right. have two defeats to show for it. With yes. Georgia State in football yesterday, and then basketball. Although it was an exciting finish last night with Georgia Tech beating Georgia State 59-57 in the new uh, Convocation Center. Nice crowd um, out there to, uh, to to check out the place. It's going to be a fun place to go watch games, and I hope people who haven't had a chance to see it will come uh, and check out a basketball game. They got Mercer there Tuesday night. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com on this uh, 13th day of November. And then this is a point we're going to drive you crazy with, but we're going to let you know, just like a TV show getting ready to come back, December 17th. And now it's even more special, but Sam and I are returning to Saturdays. We're going to have the Sunday, obviously, but we will be back on Saturdays. You'll get us both mornings. And as I understand it right now, we're going to be starting at 8 a.m. Okay. That's fine. Going to have us for a few hours on Saturdays. But that particular day is special because Mr. Crenshaw reminded me this morning. Yep, yep. That is the day of the Celebration Bowl. And now we know who at least one of those teams will be. And I'm on the edge of my chair. We ain't going to tell you right now. We're oh. But now we know who at least That's... one of those teams will be for the Celebration Bowl. And, of course, we have our friend of the show, John Grant, will join us. You know, leading up to the game, so we know we know at least one. Yeah, and it may go. not be the one that people think. <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah, every, everybody think that, that you know, but they still got to earn their way here. But well, another team has already earned their way uh, to the celebration bowl. Okay, that is official. That is an official tease too. Yeah. So we'll yeah. be talking about that. Just uh, like we also know know who's earned their way to the SEC championship game. That's coming up next segment. 
but uh, well, we we, we know both of those. Yeah, we, we yeah. know that. And now. I'm mad about that too, by the way, because well, well, I'm gonna have something to say about. I'm almost, well, listen, we knew Georgia yeah. because it shouldn't have been LSU, and there's a reason for it. Well, they, and they, again, they, they here we, we get to that next segment. We I know. I'm saying so. I'm teasing about how. I, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that's gonna have a problem with that. Why? And I'm sure if we had had your, your correspondent from the Friday night uh, high school football show, uh, Stevie G, he'd have a problem with it too. Because he is an alum, if I'm not mistaken, of Ole Miss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he got a problem today, too. And and Maria Martin, our correspondent, she's I think from she Ole Miss, actually, too. She actually went to the game yesterday. Yeah, well, she got a problem, too. She actually went to the game. As, so, as, just as a fan. She was. She said, I think it was the first time since she graduated that she went to an Ole Miss game without, you know, actually being a, a working person. She just went to enjoy it. So. All right. Well, I'm sure she – well, that makes it even well, worse. Well, I'm sure they had a wonderful time at the Grove. Well, we'll see. We'll, hopefully, we'll that's, get a that's, chance that's, to talk that, to them. Get to talk about that. The Grove, the Grove was more fun than what was happening inside the state, and put it like that. I had it. You, you mentioned you spent a little bit of time mm-hmm. at, um, you know, down there by Georgia State in that area, um, Pete's place, and th- just that whole area that used to be the TED and the parking lot down. Yeah. By the way, yeah. there's another one. Ooh. That fence from Turner Field that's still sitting there in the parking lot. That is part of it. That's an Atlanta landmark. That's that's well. That's that's yeah. not that's not the fence from Turnerfield. That's the fence from Fulton County. I mean Fulton State. County. Excuse me. Yeah. Stadium. That's still so that, that, that still fence, remains. Yeah. That fence. Uh, it, well, a lot of people don't know that. But, well, they but should. I mean, it's there. But a lot of people don't know that that's well, still a part of it. That, that's still there. But I didn't know the draft there. house. You know, I, the draft house and the dwarf house. Dwarf house. See, I can't even say it right. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? What's that old thing about? There's three words in the English language that start with DW. Okay. Dwarf is one. Dwindle is the other. Okay. And I can't remember the. See. The I, third. I, I have no idea. Yeah, there's one, and people are screaming it at the radio. They are. Um, they are. Uh, well, we got a full day of NFL football. Yeah, we when do. I say a full day, I mean potentially you're gonna hear four games. On the day, and none of them will be the Falcons because they played they <laughs> no. played Thursday night in the rain and the slop up in up in Charlotte. <laughs> and and we have one that starts in just a little bit, Mister Crenshaw. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, over there in Germany. Yeah, Mister 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 What's His Face is going to try and get his groove back, uh, Brady. Yeah, and and we'll see how that works out. But we'll talk about that as we talk NFL. Terrell Thomas is going to join us in the seven o'clock hour. Ouch! Hawks fell last night. Philly yeah. Philly beat them one twenty one one hundred nine after the Hawks beat them Thursday. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, it's on to Milwaukee. Seems like seems like we're seeing a lot of Milwaukee. Seems like some seasons it takes you a while to get to a game with those guys, and maybe because we went to the other side of the world and played them two games before the season started. But we see an awful lot of Milwaukee. We go see them again tomorrow night yeah, we uh, at their place, and then the Celtics will be here Wednesday. That's what's coming up uh, immediately with the Hawks. And you know what's amazing? Speaking of the NBA, there's a yeah. game going on today that used to be one of those mark on the calendar games, and. A, a year, two years ago, it would have been must-see. Even on a Sunday when you got NFL action going on. But you talk about people not caring one way or the other about this thing, meaning the, uh, the Nets and the Lakers. And between LeBron being out and Kyrie being told to stay home and just the way this team has been playing it, you know, it, it's, it's just amazing how, how fortunes have changed in, in just a short period of time. Jacques Lund got a full-time gig. Yes, he did. They, they named him yes, as he did. the coach, not the interim. The interim has been removed. Yes, 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 yes. And congratulations to him. But, man, would you want that? If that's the question. <laughs> he, that's, he's playing for another job. You know what wow. I'm saying? He's, play, he's playing for another job. By the way, speaking of – again, we'll get into this uh, next segment with uh, – we talk college football. But tip of the cap to Notre Dame. 
expectations going into the seasons, into this season was what it was, and it, they didn't meet it, and everybody started throwing water on the coach, and he's not the right guy for the team. And man, if they turn things around, yeah, they have turned things around. So I just, I, I just want to make a quick mention about that. Now, um, changing gears for a second, two things we want to mention. Yeah, one is that um, we did this last week, and we did it on the. Of, of Veterans Day, which was Friday, of course, and something you regular listeners to the show know about this little piece of audio, and it's it's um, my father, who is now <laughs> he's a he's a nine iron away from a hundred. He's he's down there in uh, Sarasota, in ninety eight, but um, at eighty five years old, he told the story of his journey to Normandy to be a part of the D Day invasion, and it was part of a bigger package that was put together uh, featuring soldiers of color and their um, experiences in the various wars that this country's been a part of. Obviously not the Civil War, but they went out and they found a handful of people that were still alive from World War II, Korea, uh, Vietnam, and put them in part of peace. They went all the way up to, I think, the Desert Storm and got soldiers. Anyway, I like to play this as not only a tribute to him, but it's just a first-hand remembrance of going to that. And, and by the way, we're doing a bigger package. Me and a few other people are trying to put together a bigger package to use as a teaching tool. But anyway, we played it last week. We're going to play it again this week. Uh, so we'll do that at the top of the 7 o'clock hour. It's a very short piece. But again, uh, as we continue to celebrate Veterans Day, um, we're going to play that again. And um, we lost... Um, Somebody this past week, well, a few big names, but we lost somebody. Eric, can you bring that just a little bit? I'll make this quick. We lost um, a colleague this past week, but Mr. Crenshaw lost a friend. And we are going to talk about Fred Hickman before the end of this hour. So that is what's coming up. We're going to talk mostly sports, but I want to mention that we got that coming up if you're wondering um, what we're going to be doing. And, of course, there are a host of other things that we would like you to participate in, ending this on a Note again, let us know what those Atlanta landmarks are that aren't officially in the books. We are just getting started on a Sunday morning. Thank you, Eric. It is Sam and Greg with, as you've just heard, Eric Slaughter, our producer, on the other side of the glass, getting started on this morning. Thank you for making us a part of your Sunday. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Here comes... Lad McConkey. He's got Lad McConkey. He may go. Lad McConkey. Touchdown, Georgia. Sports Radio 929 the game. 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. That, of course, the call from yesterday's uh, Georgia game. McConkey. Taking it 70 yards. Thanks to ESPN for that sound, too. But uh, Bulldogs who looked pedestrian in the first half be honest with you put up 17 points they kept mississippi state was right there man i don't obviously you didn't hear because you've been busy but going into um halftime as he was leaving the field the reporter came (laughs) up on mike leach you first of all he sounded like mike well mike leach if you i mean i love he's a great listen and i love listening to him but what comes out the way he delivers whatever he's trying to say it always reminds me of somebody who's Trying to figure out how to get home at four in the morning on New Year's Eve. Is that fair? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 That's all I'm saying. He all just right. sounds like that. You can you can understand him if you listen closely. 
Um, but anyway, he had something to say about the officials, and and it was it was an interesting back and forth. The, the reporter she came up to him to ask him a question. So, what did you think about this? And the first thing out of his mouth was, "What did you think? You saw the game." <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. That was like typical Mike Leach. But anyway, Georgia gets it done. Yeah. Um, 45-19, the final yeah. score. And, yeah. uh, you know, you're right. There was some good. There was some not so good. Stetson Bennett throws for three touchdowns. We also threw a couple of interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just some things to be concerned about. You know, this is the last two conference games. I mean, this one and then Kentucky's coming up, and Kentucky's got their own story to tell from yesterday uh, after losing to Vanderbilt. Um, so, so I mean, the Kentucky team that everybody thought was going to be the team that was going to, you know, give the Georgia the most problems, and it seemed like not so much now as we're on our way to uh, to Atlanta, but um, on our way to Atlanta for the conference championship game. Mm-hmm. But Georgia gets what they need, you know. They, they, the running game gets them 179 yards. They throw for 289, and and the defense in the second half just you know turns up the heat, and uh, you know the end result is what you get. You know, on the heels of the country music. Uh, uh, awards or whatever it was that show this past week with Peyton Manning emceeing, mm-hmm. you just you just spouted off a Darius Rucker song. Really? Story to tell. Story to tell. Yeah, I think that's one of his songs. <laughs> it's one of the three country songs I, I can come oh. up with. But, yeah, I, again, this was one of those days in college football that was kind of a push because the boys who at the top did what they were supposed to do. You can you can talk about how the, how the sausage was made, and they should have, you know, it, it's never big enough for their fan base. Right, but there was some style points that had to happen. Ohio State, after that debacle last week at North uh, Northwestern up there in Evanston, where the wind was coming in, and you know, what did you say? You saw one of the field goal attempts in practice. In practice, and it just blew the thing right back. <laughs> it went from <laughs> Cook to DuPage County <laughs> up there. That was it. But this week they came back and and got it done and reminded folks who. Ohio State is uh, same with Michigan. They had a little, you know, they just didn't get off. Out of the blocks quick. Ooh, you're not talking about – we're not talking about TCU. Well, I'm getting – I was about to get there. And right. the TCU, okay. listen, they didn't – they're going to – they're happy to be where they are. They kind of remind me of Cincinnati last year. Yeah. Because they always – with any kind of hiccup they have coming up, they feel like, okay, they're done. So long as they continue to win – look, at Tennessee can make all the points – you know, put up all the points they want over Missouri. They're not jumping over TCU for number four. Tennessee won yesterday, beat Missouri 6-6-24. So – TCU, yeah, it's a seven-point win, but they beat Texas in Texas. So that says something, right? Yeah, it does. It does. So they're going to stay right where they are. Tennessee's going to hang around at five. And, and but they beat Texas in Austin. What'd I say? In Texas. Well, that's Austin last time I checked. They're still with, in with Texas. TCU, TCU's in Texas, too. Okay, but okay, point taken. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> hey, it's been a week since I've done radio. All right? so, oh, man, I know, man. I know. I know. I know. I've been, I'm kind of. I still got stars in my eyes from this past yeah, week. Yeah. I've had some stuff happen, and we're going to pace ourselves, try to get to it. But anyway, this is me doing a much deeper dive into college football than you know I normally do. Yeah. And I got some angst. Yeah. I got some angst, Sam. Angst? angst? Yeah, yes, angst? I do. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, I do. Oh my. With a, with a guy who I was truly hoping to continue the success he had throughout this year and his team. And brought up Stevie G earlier, brought up Maria Martin, both proud alums of Ole Miss. I don't I have no interest in what this program does other than Lane Kiffin, who's there, who's you just never know what's gonna come out of his mouth or, or what he's gonna do. He's but been you, pretty he's been so tame this season. He really has he's been but pretty tame this look season. Look where he's at though. Because see, you can pop off when you're down there in, in was it Florida Atlantic or wherever he was and, and even when he's Tennessee he was pop he learned to keep his mouth shut when he's back in the SEC. 
That's all I'm saying. That's the way I look at it. Okay. But he was quietly taking it to, you know, what were we talking about earlier this season? You know, Alabama this and Georgia that and all the other. But, hey, don't sleep on Ole Miss because they were undefeated, right, for a while? Yep. And then they had a chance to make their way to Atlanta by 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 beating Alabama. And I'm going to tell you what, Sam, I know you were busy, but this last drive of, this, of, the, of the game, they got the ball after Alabama kicked the field goal, made it 30-24, to 24, so they knew they had the score. And they brought that ball down the field like vintage Tom Brady. It was just this, this, dink here, dink there. And then they had a big play. And they got it down to the red zone, and it was as if Lane Kiffin forgot how to coach. Had a couple stupid quarterback, you know, runs, and there was no – they gave the game away. And I was frustrated because I don't really – you know, I invested time going, come on, Lane, you make a more interesting game if you get to the SEC championship and you're there. We know George is going to be there. At least we assume the game was still going on. But, man, he just let that one go. And I'm like, all right, I'm done with you. You remind me of of, of that guy, <laughs> you know, like, we used to say about Randy Johnson when he first started, when he came into the league, he he showed signs of a, uh, a Cy Young uh, pitcher with his, with his velocity and the way he was striking people out. And then every once in a while, he reminds you of somebody who would just like, you know, John Crook with the helmet on backwards or <laughs> killing birds with his pitch. He was just off the rails. And Lane Kiffin has always, it seems like he comes a buck and a half short from getting to the promised land in these big games and national championship opportunities. But he's got, he's, he's got the it. You can see he knows how to coach. He's one of the top-tier coaches in this country, but some silly stuff happens always with him. It, it, that's just my seat, and that's what, I, that's what I see. And it just bothered me yesterday. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I got to stop because I'm – Yeah, you just, you just going <laughs> – I'm sorry. But, 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 the, but the deal is that the matchup is now set for the SEC championship game, Georgia against LSU. And so, you know, you look forward to that coming up. And, and LSU is a – while you, you wanted Ole Miss, LSU is a remarkable story. Because I don't think people saw them doing that, especially nope. losing that game to Florida State to kick off the season. And but here they are, and so um, you know they get the win over Arkansas, and that wasn't a work of art either. Thirteen ten, you know, uh, mm-hmm. over Arkansas. I mean, they had their struggles yesterday. You like you said, some people at the top, some guys, you know, won games, but it wasn't without some struggles for for some of them. You know, Tennessee with the sixty six points, but Kentucky, who's going to play Georgia next week, they lose to Vanderbilt, twenty four twenty one. And so, you know, you, you know what the problems Vanderbilt has, winning games, but to beat Kentucky up at Lexington, um, you know, that, that, that speaks a little volumes of what happened then. And then out west, you know, will anybody step up from there? Will it be Oregon? Will it be Southern Cal? UCLA loses again yesterday. And uh, Utah looks like they might be the team from out west if there's going to be a team that's going to be a part of it. We'll see. I just again when you, when you talk about the other teams, um, the one that just comes to me, well, first of all, let me just get back to this LSU thing. Um, this has been a really successful season for them, not just because of um, these last two victories, you know. But Brian Kelly got over a couple humps. A the perception of when he landed there and tried to, you know, he tried to ingratiate everybody with the worst accent in the world since Keanu Reeves was doing Devil's Advocate, yeah, trying to do that southern that Florida southern accent. But he got past Nick Saban for the first time. And he has landed in the SEC championship game. So say what you will about how the season started. He got, you know, he got them where they needed to be. Um, Now, yes, he'd like to be able to be a part of the playoffs. But listen, his first year there, and and I think that he made a whole lot of folks forget about Ed Ogeron. 
Go Tigers. I don't know if you can ever forget about I, hearing yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I, I, I agree with you. are never going to forget about hearing that voice bit. now. Yeah. You know, but, 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 but let's say some of the things about the way he left. Maybe forget some of the things that's about true. the, the, the that's way true. he left. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. I'm just saying that, that he was a big presence. And so he got you know, he got past them. But what do you think about what Notre Dame has done and how they've turned their season around? That was the one I was going to ask They you turned about. it around, although Navy had a remarkable second half in that game. They yes, had a lead they did. In Navy. And you talk about Navy and the offense that they run and what they have to do in order to get – you know, once they get behind in the game, how difficult it is. You know, and they were playing that game in Baltimore, by the way. Isn't that right, Eric? Mm-hmm. They played in in, in Baltimore, uh, which which is uh, which was made it a deal. And the Navy came out and gave them what they could there in the second half of the game. But Notre Dame holds on. The second half of the season has been much better. You know, for for, for Notre Dame, it just got off to a the wobbly start. That was the impressive performance against Ohio State, even in defeat. But then you go and turn around and you lose to Marshall. You say, right, right, right. Wait a minute, you know. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. just, you just did a Scooby Doo noise. That was <laughs> that's, nice. That's, you know, that, that's that's what you say about them. Uh, but you know, they look to to finish strong. I mean, you look at what they got left on the schedule. They got Boston College, you know, coming up. In, you know, within their de facto ACC, you know, membership, and then they got Southern Cal to finish things up. It looks like that Southern Cal game will mean something. Will mean something. By the way, I think next week is Southern Cal UCLA. That game will actually mean something. For the first time in a long time, um, I, I think unless, unless you know UCLA falls out of the rankings, maybe first time since the '80s that both of those teams they will play with both teams being nationally ranked. That doesn't even sound real because you get, consider what that game you know used to mean. People mm-hmm. used to win Heisman trophies after their performance for that game uh, in, in days past. But um, just to, just a college football scope, and we'll see what Notre Dame does and where they end up. Uh, you know, still not out, you know, out, of, out of everything as far as the playoff goes, but you're still looking to finish up with a strong season. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com on this, uh, this uh, 13th day of November. This, tomorrow's my anniversary. Well, my first anniversary. Okay. Uh, which got snatched away, and we've talked about, you know, that yeah. before. When I got married, we got another day, but that was the, the anniversary day, the first anniversary day. And so I just want to throw that out there so I don't catch no hell tomorrow. (laughs) Even though I don't have to. Listen, I wanted this to be the wedding day. I was I was rebuffed. Okay. Next thing you know, that happens sometimes. Yeah, it does. (laughs) But and I and and I happily moved it to a week after my birthday. So but now it's the first line of the song September for Earth, Wind and Fire. And it's been hijacked. But tomorrow is my original anniversary. Also want to remind you guys, December 17th. Remember, Sam and I return to Saturdays. We will be, you know, it's now it's Sam and Greg with everything else because we are the opening act for a full day of football. In fact, uh, a morning of football. Um, playing over in Germany is uh, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, and um, uh, Jacksonville. They're going to tee it off. And so we just we have a number of things that we want to get to throughout this show. And one of them is uh, coming up next. And we want to remind you that um, um, this, is, this is one of those times when you lose somebody and it's close to home. And I'm speaking for my partner more than I am for myself. We're going to take some time, because I know we're getting ready to end this segment, and, and spend some time talking about Fred Hickman and what I know about him, what you, um, Sam, know about him and your connection with him, which is a lot deeper than mine. So we're going to do that. Coming up top of the hour, we're also going to replay um, One Soldier's Journey to Normandy Beach as we continue to pay tribute to uh, on this veterans weekend, if you will, week 
Veterans Day was Friday, a sound that we played last week, but uh, I have got a lot of people who missed it last week, and they've reached out, co-workers too, that want me to uh, play it again. So we're going to play that coming up top of the hour. On this 13th day, a day when, Sam, this phrase was created. Nothing is certain but death and taxes. Do you know who said that? Who said that? Benjamin Franklin. Wow. On this day in 1789. There you go. So, and he was right. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Anyway, we're just getting started. Well, not just getting started, but we're halfway through this first hour. It is Sam and Greg on a Sunday morning. Thank you for letting us be a part of your Sunday morning. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 13th day of November. It's a Sunday. We can't thank you enough for making us a part of your Sundays. Remember, December 17th, Sam and I return to Saturdays. You'll get us again on both days, um, starting at 8 a.m. on the 17th. Those days, actually, we may probably going back to 6 a.m. shortly thereafter, but we're coming back. That's the start of it. Also, Celebration Bowl happens on that day, so we got lots to talk about. Real quick before we get into this, I want to thank the people who are participating in our little unofficial poll here. We started the show talking about unofficial Atlanta landmarks, so you can hit us up on at 92.9 The Game. Uh, a, a couple of them are, are, are landmarks, but sort of a question mark next to them because we're not sure if they're going to return, like the Krispy Kreme on Ponce. Mary Max Tea Room is there, of course. That's one. Uh, that's that's going to be there. I, I, I added Eric two. and I, Eric and I, you know, you sample some of that at that NASCAR. We'll get into that. Okay, okay, okay. A Mary <laughs> Max Tea Room. That's their varsity, obviously. Mm-hmm. We're wondering about Terra Theater. That one's going to be leaving soon. And the Plaza Theater you mentioned. So we got Claremont Lounge. We got the Big Chicken. We got the Dwarf House. By the way, I remembered what that third word was. There three words in the Amer- in the English uh, dictionary that start with D W. And I remember Dwarf. Who said mm-hmm. that? Uh, dwindle and dwell okay those are the three yeah your insignificant information of the day so uh you guys if we're thinking we're missing a few you know not just a, a nice rest, something that's institutional as part of the fabric of atlanta uh that should be considered um by the historic society so that's uh, we just kind of tripped into that starting the show so we're just trying to come up with names here but seriously want to turn um our attention to uh, an event this past week we uh, lost uh Lost somebody. By the way, I would imagine I didn't pick this, and, and I'm not sitting right next to you, but uh, that piece of music we heard bringing us back, Sam? That was a Southern University band, um, and, and I kind of picked them because it's Louisiana, and when Fred joined us, because he's been a friend of this show, he's come on with us yes, he has. several times during his time working in Louisiana, in New Orleans, on Sundays for Falcon Saints games, we would, we would get him to uh, to come on the show and, and, and join us. Um, so uh, that's kind of why I chose that particular a uh, song, Let, Let It Rain, by Southern University Band. I'm, I'm going to let you pick it up from here, sir. Well, I'll jump I mean, in. I'll well, jump in, though. Well, I have... well, I mean, we both have you know incredible memories. And, of course, we had <sighs> colleagues and former colleagues here at Sports Radio 929 The Game. They got to work alongside him at CNN, John Fricke and, and Jerome Jarinovich. Uh, both got a chance to really work in, and work with them on a daily basis. Right. Uh, for me, it was something different. For me, Fred Hickman was that, that guy. You know, when you, you figure out something you want to do, 
and you're looking for somebody you can identify with. And for me in those days, we're talking the 70s, what for me it was Brian Gumble, right, who before right. his stint on the Today Show worked with NBC Sports, you know, on weekends. Right. Um, but you figure he's in New York or L.A. And he was in not, L.A. And not somebody that you path going to cross. You know, mm-hmm. you, you're not going get, get to get to meet this guy. CNN opens its doors in 1980, and this guy is on doing sports with Nick Charles. And um, all of a sudden, it takes on a different thing for me because he's in Atlanta. And I mm-hmm. said, in some kind of way, my path is going to cross with this guy. And sure enough, I met Fred at a Hawks game, and uh, and we would meet. And, and uh, I told him what I wanted to try to do, and he gave me all the, all the encouragement you know, all the time. And I've always never tried to never miss an opportunity in years past to thank him for that encouragement and uh, telling me that I would get there. And uh, mm-hmm. it was it was just neat to share that with him and see him at games and events here in town and get to know things about him, you know, being from Springfield, Illinois, and being a college baseball player and, um, and how he still had an affinity for the Midwest because he left here for a time and went to work in Detroit. Yep. You know, and so um, and though and then and then he you know came came back to work at CNN once again, and later with Valley Sports. So I mean, Atlanta was a place he always seemed to come back to. You know, the life and the career always seemed to bring him back this way. Um, but but always upbeat and always you know with that smile. And for me, you know, always a word of encouragement. How you doing? You know, how things been going? Um, and I you know I never miss an opportunity to thank him you know, for that and being that image that I could see of someone that I could identify with that was doing that thing that I wanted to do and he actually befriended me. So I, I, I'm, uh, you know, was saddened by the news this week, uh, but it also brings back a lot of pleasant memories. Yeah, that uh, that place up in Detroit you were talking about, 84 he was there, WDIV mm-hmm. in uh, Detroit. Um, dude had to play country music too at one of the stations he was at. <laughs> he did. He played. He was. Remember station. telling me about that? Yeah. Yeah. He had a, had a station where I mean, listen. Everybody's got them stories, man. Every where you were out of your your element because of the bigger picture, the station you were at. Um, I, I had to play it, elevator music. You so, did. Yeah. You know, I had to play elevator music. Man. I had forgotten about that. Okay. Yeah. I, I, had, I had. We do what we must do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I was a that, big hit in the frozen food section. Yeah. Listen, ninety six rock used to have to split the signal. Mm-hmm. During middays, before this was all, it's things you didn't think about. When I first got here, there was morning show and then there was afternoon show. Shout out Katie Kylie, but the the midday signal, the FCC didn't. You know, you had to split and go AM and FM if you were an AM FM station, right? And you actually had to have another person to do just the AM side, and it was weird. And that's where I landed. Do on the AM side of this big juggernaut on the FM. But and, you were talking before we came on about the thing that you and Fred share. Well, that, that, that's that either, it's just it's one of those your sound. Yes, and 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 that's where I was getting to that because when I first started in this business, um, you didn't know what I looked like, and this is this is across the board. And I'm used to talking about this. Where I listen, I it happened this week, man. It happened while I was on set doing what I was doing because you know you got a lot of extras who I, some of I helped get or pointed towards central casting who were booking these people, but had never seen me before. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know, the old, I'm not going to do the the, the the joke I normally do, but basically if Fred were not on TV, he and I would be Kendra Spears. And that was the laugh that we had in that people thought we were white on the air. Right. And then they saw us and it was like, 
you know, that Scooby-Doo sound. But we are both proud Illini's. He spent, you know, come from Springfield downstate, but me up in the west side of Chicago. But we are also both products of our environment and our parents. And very, very proud of the upbringing that we had and wouldn't change one bit of it, despite that being one of those things that we constantly heard about, some positively, some negatively, Mm -hmm. okay? Because people don't like being faked out. I mean, everybody listening right now, everybody we work with can remember when we were kids and we saw that person whose voice we grew up with on the radio and you finally saw them, whether they're male or female. And then when you saw them, you don't look like your voice. Very, (laughs) very seldom that they look like they sounded, right? Very seldom. So, yeah, you disappointed people, you know, because you didn't sound like – and – I don't know how much radio Fred did, but initially we were all introduced to him on television. Yeah. But he did do some radio and mention that. He goes, yeah, the, sa- you know, the same thing applied to me. Yeah. But that was my connection with him, the, co- the Illinois connection with him. I didn't know the man that well, but I got you know, introduced to him when I got to Georgia because I didn't, I didn't watch CNN up in Chicago. I actually watched it the years before that because I was on the cruise ship. But I, I, I did notice him. And then when I saw him there... Um, with Nick Charles, it it just that I show popped. Did that show pop? Really? And, and and the thing about that it was it popped. was it was it was specifically different than what ESPN was doing, mm-hmm. and that's what made it unique. Now I and this is look at you talk about that first NBA, uh, was it uh, the, um, pregame show? The NBA? Oh, was, how come I can't think of the name of it? The the one that Ernie and those guys do now. Um. Anyway, he was he was the first host of the NBA and T, correct? Have I lost? Was you it? I'm here. I believe I believe he was that first host. Um, and and I'm thinking of the retrospective that I watched this past week on him. Anyway, the studio, the way it was lit, and of course, then you talk about these guys working for Ted Turner and what Ted is going to do with sports. So it was, it was, and they weren't that big juggernaut. It was, it was, you know, it was the alternative. And and I gravitated toward that. But again, I didn't know the man as well as you. But what I do know is there's a whole lot of people that we know now that he touched. Oh, absolutely. Very oh, much. Very and we work you know, with a couple he's, he's of them. It's one of those people that, you, you, I'm, you know, it would have been cool to see him as like a professor, um, you know, passing things on. And I'm sure he visited a lot of classes and colleges, but probably so. But just he could have, to me, someone like him could have had a course all to themselves just to pass along, you know, the knowledge to the coming generation and the work that goes on to it and the things you have to do, the the, the, the versatility and the things. I mean, so many of the kids, and in, in the, the, they only know who they see. They see Stephen right. A. So, I mean, tomorrow you go to a college class right now, all these kids, they see the suits, they see the shoes. That's what they want, right? You know, so mm-hmm. I mean, and, and and you know, that's what they see. That's that's fine. But to get it from someone, you know, who who, who paved and was a you know groundbreaker, uh, trailblazer to go and work for something that was totally new, you know, Stephen A. Swift went to ESPN. ESPN had already been in business for years. Exactly. This man rolled the dice and said, "I'm going to be a part of this new thing that's going on." You know, because in the past, if you worked for a network, you had to be New York, L.A. Chicago, maybe D.C., but this was Atlanta. It was, a you know, just a different thing and for him to come in and, and be a part of that launching and, uh, and you know, being a little bit outside of the box because, after all, Ted Turner was outside of the box. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And, and so, not a, go ahead. You know, so that to me, that's, that's the kind of thing 
to me would be cool to pass along to to, to young people come, so, who want to come into this. Business. So he did he did CNN Sports tonight with Nick Charles. Mm-hmm. He was a part of the 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 first uh, NBA pregame um, pregame show that TNT did. Um, but the one that is you were just talking, you reminded me of just the the stable of events that he covered from not only the Hawks. He was commentator for the Hawks. Mm-hmm. He did the Olympics in Albertville. Mm-hmm. And he also was obviously one of the main voices for Ted Turner's Goodwill Games. Right. In St. Petersburg, Russia. So he was a part of all of that. Um, and then he actually went to work for ESPN for a time. And, and, and I never got comfortable seeing him there. Nope, nope, nope. You know what I mean? I was like, no. you, you, you. But, I mean, you know, Grady was there and, and ESPN honored and respected him enough to bring him on to, to, to be there for a time. But uh, it, it always felt a little awkward for me knowing what he did here in Atlanta to see him working with ESPN. And he always he was always true to himself. The two controversies that he was a part of, if you may remember, Hickman, listen, he didn't vote. He was, excuse me, he was the first person to cast a first-place vote for Allen Iverson for MVP in 2000. That was something. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, because Iverson was making folks nervous. He had David Stern making him put arm wraps on to cover up the tats, all of that stuff, right? He changed the dress code yep. for post-game. Yep. And that was all Allen Iverson. So he was not ingratiating himself to the NBA and the hierarchy there. And Fred was like, no, nah, this is the best player in the game. And then he also refused to – he was one of the few people who refused to vote for Shaquille O'Neal when he was up for the MVP in – um. Uh, what was it? The sole vote. I was trying to find the place here. But anyway, these were things that he did and, and gave his reasons for not doing it. Iverson finished seventh, by the way, in that voting. But he just, you know, and I think that was the first. Was that the first uh, of three with Shaq and the Lakers and Kobe in 2000? Probably around that time. Yeah, I'm, Eric, if you get a chance, you can look that up there. But, yeah, anyway, again, I, I, I dip in and out of being next to Fred Hickman throughout his life and, and just sort of, you know, we shook hands. And, and that comment I was talking about earlier as far as how we sounded and this and that, he just said, listen, just stay strong, man. They will come around. You, you, you can't not be yourself. Don't try to be somebody else. And those are words that obviously I tried to listen to and, and, and apply early on, even though it wasn't – I didn't do it. But the more I connect, it's, it's when you hear from people who you can connect with, as you said. Yeah, somebody you can identify with, you can look at and, and see. And uh, that's the thing that was so important to me. The person that I'd seen before and Brian Gumble was a long way away. Yeah. But he is someone that was uh, in town and doing a new thing. And, uh, you know, it was an, an exciting time. It was an exciting time in Atlanta, a curious time in Atlanta, because cable wasn't then what it is now. Everybody didn't have it. You know, right. you got to remember right. that, too. And everybody didn't go to cable for their news information. They still got their news information from their local stations. So uh, just to trust uh, a new entity uh, with news. Remember, there, there was there was no, you know, uh, MSNBC or CNBC none or Fox News. None of that was happening. Uh, they were the, the, the very first one. So uh, a pioneer, a trailblazer, uh, groundbreaker, uh, Fred Hickman. Rest in peace, my yeah. man. All right, coming up, top of the hour. Here's how this is going to work, folks. We played this for you last week. We're going to play it again. Uh, as we continue to acknowledge Veterans Day and the veterans, we're going to replay one soldier's account of his journey to Normandy for D- for the D-Day invasion. We are going to play that for you. That man is still alive, and he's down in Sarasota. <sighs> Just 
enjoying life as best he can. So that's coming up. And then we're going to get into what's going on locally around here, what happened locally with Mr. Crenshaw. So Terrell Thomas is going to join us in this 7 o'clock hour. It's a Sunday morning. It's the 13th day of November. You guys are letting us be a part of your Sunday morning. We can't thank you enough. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 